0: All right, Halloween. Mason in Ireland ES PNL and uh a scare at the end of the Rams game. But Todd Gurley saved the day. Uh, love that play. And joining us right now is head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay. Coach, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Well, we're doing great. we're doing great, coach. And let's start there. We we did a segment, a whole segment on how great that Gurley play was that he completely Uh, ended the game in essence. I mean, it would have been unlikely had he gone in to score that the Packers would have come back, but extra points aren't automatic anymore. Um, it would have been an eight point lead had you guys missed it. I thought what he did was great. So here's the question. Did you tell him to do it or did he do it on his own?
2: You know, we always talk about the communication and the clarity. The only dialogue that I'm having is, you know, the direct communication that I can have in terms of the headset to, to Jared, but, those are things that our players have a mastery on, and their communication amongst one another and their ownership on what we're trying to get done is something that, uh, you know, it's a collaborative process. But but Todd is so smart. I think that's one of the things that separates Todd is the special talent, but also such a smart, aware football player. And, you know, what a great demonstration of of one of your captains, you know, demonstrating the unselfish approach and attitude, especially when you look at the t- touchdown production that he's had up to this point and to be able to put the team in front of some of those individual accolades you know says what's right about our football team guys like todd Gurley and the situational understanding and mastery of what was the most important thing to be able to ensure the win for us and that's exactly what he did right there
0: uh acquisition of uh dante fowler from uh, jacksonville yesterday what are your expectations for him
2: yeah you know he's a guy that's gonna you know add a rush presence coming off that edge for us uh, a guy that's Got great twitch and quickness, ability to work edges, and we feel like he's going to fit in nicely with the, the rush rotation that we already do have here. How quickly he gets up to speed will will be determined as the week progresses. But if if things go according to plan, then I think we should expect to see him ready to roll in New Orleans this weekend.
1: Sean, you and the Rams have spoiled us in that whenever a game starts, we expect you to go right up down the field and, and put points on the board. That's not the way the Green Bay game played out. You guys did get to your normal scoring average at the end. Matter of fact, would have even had more had, had Gurley gone in. But in the first quarter, Green Bay did a really good job defensively. What did they do or what did you not do that kept you guys out of the end zone early?
2: Yeah, they did a great job. I thought Coach Pettin and and the Packers defensive players did an excellent job being able to execute. You know, they gave us some different looks than kind of what they had shown, and you could see they did an excellent job self-scouting themselves, you know, over the bye and putting together a great plan that was – uh, you know, difficult for us to kind of figure out. But I thought our players did a good job adjusting as the game went on. You know, I certainly put us in some really poor spots early in that game that didn't give us a chance to have early down efficiency that then led to some third and longs where they did a great job with some pressure packages being able to get to Jared. And, um you know, to our players' credit, which what I think says as much about them as anything is that when you do face a little bit of adversity, uh, you know, when you're not having some of the success, The guys didn't flinch. They didn't blink. They continued to fight. They kept believing in each other. And then, you know, as the game progressed, you know, they settled in, started to make some plays. And I thought it was also a great credit to our defense and special teams being able to keep it really to a one-possession game, in spite of how poor we were offensively.
0: Uh, That was really the first game that uh, that uh, the defense got to Jared a few times. Why more than anything uh, was uh, Green Bay successful? Yeah, I think
2: it's like I was saying. You know, a result of some of the. Bad spots. I put us in in the early down and distances. First down, you know, then you go incompletion or inefficient. And then you're second down and ten, third and long. So, you know, then you're, then you're kind of accustomed to running some longer developing plays to try to make sure the routes get to the sticks and have a chance to convert. And, you know, they had some good different looks that they presented pressure wise and they were able to, you know, be able to get home and, and get to them. And, you know, you could see too, they got good players. You know, I was, you know, you still feel Clay Matthews. I think, you know, I think Mike Daniels is a great player. Nick Perry. They did some great things, you know, on the back end. You know, I was really impressed with Alexander, their rookie corner they drafted out of Louisville. So they got a really, they've got good personnel in that defense. Martinez did a nice job winning on an individual rush coming from an internal blitz standpoint. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was a credit to them. You don't want to take away from them, but I tell our guys did a nice job not letting those, Early, you know, inefficiencies affect our ability to finish and continue to compete. You know, really going into
1: the second half. Sean McVay, the Rams' coach, is our guest. Sean, you were in New Orleans two months ago. You played him on August thirtieth. And it was a preseason game in which you did not play any of your starters. They won the game twenty to nothing. Now this Sunday you're going back for what what looks like a really attractive game for fans. They're playing well. You're playing well. Is there anything you can take out of that preseason game, or because you didn't play any of your frontline guys, do you just throw that game out?
2: Yeah, I mean, not not really, just because there's not a lot of things that either team is doing schematically. I mean, you could certainly look at it from a personnel matchup if there's some guys that are still playing in this game that, that were competing, but... You know, we played them last year. That's always a great reference point. And then obviously you got a lot of tape with seven games on them and eight games on us to be able to utilize at your disposal to try to formulate a game plan that you feel like is going to help you achieve the outcome that we all want to try to, try to get. And that's a W. All
1: right, Sean, you know more about quarterbacks than anyone we have on the show. You are a quarterback coach in Washington. That's been kind of your life. What, explain Drew Brees to us. Here's a guy that's six feet tall. Um, most of the time when a quarterback is six feet tall, he never gets past going to a big school. Yet this guy's going to the Hall of Fame. You obviously been looking at him at tape. What makes Drew Brees so good?
2: Well, I think in terms of just when you just watch the the rhythm, the timing of the position, um, the ability to deliver the ball with accuracy, anticipation, changing his arm angle, I think Drew's a lot better athlete than people give him credit for, too um you know even though he is 6 foot you know not a lot you're not throwing over people you're usually manipulating and throwing through windows he does a great job of being able to do that but i just think the mastery of the position the ownership you know truly being an extension of their coaching staff but when you just talk about the timing, the rhythm of the position, uh, accuracy and anticipation, you know, Drew Brees comes to mind in terms of what it looks like. I mean, if you just watch him when he's in rhythm, all those things, I mean, it's pretty in, in its in it's rhythm, and and there's a great rhythm to it. I think he and Coach Payton have an unbelievable rapport. You talk about the importance of a play caller and a quarterback, and especially when your play caller is your head coach, and I think that's why they've been one of the best offenses over the last handful of years, without a doubt, and that's why Drew is uh, – all-time leading passer and he's completing 77 percent of his balls right now i mean it's it's impressive and it's going to be a great challenge
0: um i'm curious uh because it's a couple of weeks yet i think uh the week of september uh, december the second uh aqib talib would be available to come back how's his progress
2: he's making great progress you know we're uh We're looking forward to seeing when that time is based on, you know, the availability just by the nature of when you can activate somebody just, you know, based on how long you have to keep him on that. And then the nature of his recovery, you know, from that ankle surgery, but he is going to be back at some point when specifically that is it's, it's hard to say, but uh, I know he's anticipating that return anxiously, but he's been in the meetings. He certainly still is making his presence felt, but uh, we love Akeem and can't wait to get him back with us.
1: Sean, I, uh, through a just a stroke of luck, I was with the Lakers in Minnesota on Sunday, so I got to go to the Viking Saints game, and the thing I noticed – about the Saints is that their defense is a lot better than people give them credit for. They had that opening uh loss to Tampa Bay when they gave up like 50 points so everybody says, oh, the Saints Steve defense stinks. They don't stink. They were all over Kirk Cousins that entire game and they basically won that game with their defense. If you see that on film, and you've obviously watched that game by now, if you see their defense getting to the quarterback like that, will you alter your game plan? Will you give Jared quicker throws or or do things to account for that, or do you say, "Well, that's the, the, that's the Vikings' offensive line, not ours." How do you treat a defensive performance like they gave on Sunday?
2: Oh yeah, no, you got a lot of respect for the for the defense that the Saints present, and I think they played better and better of late. They're doing a great job getting the ball back. They're they're stuffing the run. They're number one in rush defense right now, but. You know, I think Coach Allen does an excellent job presenting some different looks. They've got great players. I think Cam Jordan's one of the best players. Uh, you know, uh, you know, up front in terms of his ability to affect and influence the game. Okafor does a nice job coming off the edge. You feel Rankins inside. You know, and then when you get to the second and third levels, you got guys that have played a lot of football. Uh, I think Marshawn Lattimore is one of the better corners in this league. Marcus Williams and Kirk Coleman are an excellent combination of safety. They just added Eli Apple and pj williams or Nichols coming off a defensive player of the week performance um it's going to be a great challenge for us so something that we've got to be ready for and and um you know it's it's not something that we take lightly this is a great team and this is a great defense and you know we always want to do things that are conducive for success for us and uh you know the film is a great reference and a resource but then we've also got to make sure that we're mindful of when's the ball coming out based on their their front and and, uh, and their ability to play great coverage on the back end as well.
0: Uh, one more question. Cooper Cup, uh, missed the last couple of weeks. Uh, do you think we'll see him on Sunday?
2: Yeah, I think he will. I think oh, good. he's making great progress and I, I think, uh, I think he'll be ready to go and it'll be a big boost to us. But I think it's also given a chance the last couple of weeks for a guy like Josh Reynolds to show that he's capable and that enables us to be able to have a nice
1: rotation. Hey, Sean, do you get trick or treaters at your house? Will your doorbell ring tonight?
2: I don't know. I'll I'll be interested. I'll have to ask my girlfriend that, you know, because I probably won't be home when the trick-or-treaters are coming. It sounded like we got a few last night or a few last year, but... She's got the candy ready to go if the kids decide to come by. Excellent. Do
1: you know do you know what she went with? Did she tell you what she bought? Oh yeah. What she get? She
2: got a nice little mix, man. I had some Reese's, some quicks, <laughs> Snickers. It's it's a nice
0: combination, man.
1: Nice. You go now, to, knowing, if you live in the McVeigh, if you know the McVay's are in your neighborhood, go
0: knock on there the door. You go. Um hey That's coach, exactly thanks right. thanks a lot for coming on. We will look forward to uh Sunday, man. Okay, thanks, guys. Good luck, Coach. Cool. Thanks. Okay, oh, that's, that's good news game. about Cooper Cup, huh? Yeah, it is. It is. Although, he's right. Josh Reynolds has been pretty good filling in for uh, for Cooper Cup.
1: I just think that that's Goff's security blanket. It market. is. He's like, blanket. they lived together for a while. I think on third and six, third and seven, if it, he's he's got one eye on Cup because he knows if he puts it in the general vicinity, he's getting a first down. A lot of times they're just
0: playing catch.
1: And I think when Cup's out there and he's catching all those intermediate balls is when Brandon Cook strikes. Because... Because then the safety cheats towards Cup, yep. and boom. And Cooks is so fast that they uh, – the, I, I think it's going to be fun. By the way, he mentioned they're number 1 against the run this right. year. They're 28 against the pass. So it could be a big game for Goff. It's been really good. He had a really yeah. good game uh, this week.